0: If you really want to change, start with your mindset, attitude, intentions, and how you speak to yourself. Real change starts on the inside. What a great quote by Adil Ahmed. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Heal. Today, we are um, excited to welcome a guest. Her name is, (laughs) that sounded funny. We're excited to welcome a guest. Um, Our guest today is Jen Evers. She is a Reiki master, empathic healer, and really a teacher at heart. Welcome, Jen. How are
1: you? I am fantastic. So grateful to be here and with all of you and your presence and your energy. Thank you so much for having me. We're really happy to have you. Yes, grateful. Cool.
0: Thank you. We're really happy to have you. And and Brittany's here, everybody. In case you um, don't know, Brittany is my daughter and she is my co-host.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. And I know I need to be reintroduced every time because I never show up. But
0: um, well, Brittany's care. a hardworking um, young lady and <laughs> don't blame her. Sometimes I schedule podcast recording, when she's working, so it's really not working. We can't hold it against her.
1: Thank you. I'm grateful <laughs> you're here. I'm grateful
2: you're you. here, Brittany. I'm very excited to be here, too.
1: So I was
0: excited to hear about your background, Jen. Um, a lot of nurses do get into Reiki, but I'm wondering, um, and I'm excited that you're a Reiki master. I'm actually a Reiki master teacher, myself, and so it'd be, it's exciting to talk to someone else who works um, with that. Mode of healing. And um, I'm, I'm dying to know your backstory. What brought you to the point where you are now? now? I know that you uh, have made some changes recently. So I'm excited to hear about your background, where it all started.
1: Absolutely. Well, to be honest, it started at the beginning when I was born <laughs> into this form, right? Uh, yeah. We're just not consciously aware of that as we are brought up in our conditioning. Uh, but I have to be honest with you, I did not choose to go to school to be a nurse to begin with. I was actually in medical school to be a geneticist. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I wanted to help people with these genetic conditions and the things and do like counseling and things like that with them. Was there anything in your it,
0: background that prompted you or interested you in this genetic? Like, was it a, as someone in your family or was it just an interest?
1: I'll be honest with you, I think it was a lot of my upbringing and then coming to terms with the fact that I was not the normal average woman uh, to the conditions of what everybody expected me to be and just how all that played into people's lives. And I had a great interest in it because that was where people really identified being gay is that it was genetics or a choice and that type of thing. But I really just wanted to help people. And I thought that that was the path that I was supposed to take. I found out very quickly that it was not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Thank God. <laughs> so, but I had a full scholarship to medical school, dropped out of medical school, moved to California, trying to find myself, uh, realizing that, you know, all of these things our parents try to teach us and try to help us with, they're doing the best that they can from a place that they are, and ended up going through a lot of hardship in that, but learning through the process, coming back to Virginia, where I live now, and realizing I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing. I wanted to help people. And I got a job in a hospital as a vampire, right? Drawing blood. I was going to say, uh, it. what the hell is that? <laughs> a phlebotomist is what is the, the name of it. Um, but I was Very good valuable. at it.
0: So I'm thinking, wow, what, what? they must have a role called
1: vampire. In the hospital, but that, 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 that's, that's the that. slang term, right? That's the slang term. But I realized in that, that I really watched these patients suffering and the dynamics that went in with that. And I said, I wanna help people. And so I became a nurse and I spent eight years in the ICU working with patients in physiological crisis, but it wasn't the patients as much as it was the families, the people that surrounded them, the guilt, the grief, the what ifs, all of these patterns that kept showing up. With heart disease, with physiological crisis, um, all of these different things, and I started to go. Hmm. There's there's something else here that's going on, right? And so I found a I found a books right. Started this journey of Joseph Campbell and Eckhart Tolle and uh, Brian Weiss and all of these things that started opening my world to just the metaphysics of disease and who we are and how we experience things. For eleven years, I read books. And I had a lot of knowledge, right? But I wasn't actually applying it to myself.
0: Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that point up because I feel like um, a lot of, well, okay, I can only speak for myself and my experience, but I definitely have thrown myself into a lot of learning, um, courses, classes, certifications. And then usually it's for myself, usually, but then I don't necessarily use it for myself. I usually use it for others so what happened after you threw yourself into those books for so long
1: that's what i was doing i was using it to try and help everybody else that was my wounded healer archetype of let me learn as much as i can about why everybody else is the way that they are and try to fix it right because that makes me feel better that fills me up fills some void in me but what i realized within that time frame of doing that is that my own life was spiraling downwards you know um, my relationships were suffering my health was suffering with addiction and things like that coping mechanisms that were not healthy and I finally got to a point of knowing all of this stuff applying it to everybody else but suffering myself where I said I can't do this anymore by myself I've tried everything and it's not working and it was that one moment in time where you know something happens and you start listening to a podcast like this one yeah yeah and you realize that oh my god this makes sense and you listen to it and you listen to it again and most most podcasters at the end say hey here's an invitation click this button come get a free discovery call and all that and I did what most people do and I'm like ah I got it I'll figure it out right I don't need any help I've done it all on my own but I realized I couldn't anymore
0: Jesus, this sounds like me Brittany doesn't it
1: (laughs) Yeah, it does. Who needs a therapist? I don't need a therapist. Everyone
0: else needs a therapist. I don't need a therapist. Whatever. <laughs> I'll figure it out. But see, I'd been to therapy.
1: I had been to therapy because at 17, I came out and uh, I was gro- I grew up in a Southern Baptist, uh, very doctrinated, dogmatic household with loving parents who were very confused about what all this meant. I'm grateful that my parents are very loving now and I have a great relationship with them. That's not everybody's experience, but I'm grateful. But I realized it wasn't about talk therapy. It was about really healing from the inside out and really discovering the fact that I was the one creating all of these things for myself and telling myself these stories. And it was through that experience, which some people just want an eight-week course and a 12-week course, and they just want to figure it out. I spent two and a half years (laughs) very consciously working on the inner healing within me that needed to be done. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. So where did
0: you start? I mean, you started with the education with the books, and that was all um, self-initiated. And then you heard a podcast. But where did you start when you started those two years of inward healing?
1: With a beautiful divine teacher and soul who I'm connected to uh, on many levels, including many past lives. Uh, And she is known affectionately as the heart healer. Uh, She has her own talk show, a podcast, Eileen Gottlieb. She's fantastic, and she really opened my world to just the energetics that I already knew existed, but I wasn't applying them to myself and really going within, recognizing, acknowledging the gifts that I had, and after two sessions with her, this is about September uh, 2019, and I had this experience on September 10th where all of this energy came flooding over me i got panicked i'm a nurse we're the worst patients ever um <laughs> because i'm a teacher and
0: i'm the worst student ever
1: <laughs> and i had this experience where all this energy came over me and i was freaking out and i was checking my pulse and you know doing all the things that nurses do and i'm like am i crazy am i having a panic attack what's going on just this overwhelming sense of energy and so i went home drove home as fast as i could took some medication because i would had a lot of high anxiety in the past and so i'm like if it's a panic attack and i'm having an anxiety attack i take this medication i lay down i'll be better Mm -hmm. and it did help the next day i was still reeling from that still feeling the energy of that and i reached out to my my mentor and i said this is what i'm feeling and experiencing and she said oh it's 9-11 energy and i was like that happened like you know 18 years ago what are you talking about Right. Did you have any
0: links to that um, other than no, other than that? You know, everyone suffering
1: from the trauma of it all. But do you have any links directly? Links? Not personally, meaning on this physical level, uh, but it moved me. I can remember, you know, like everybody, the place I was, the time it was where I was, Absolutely. the emotion. Yep. But this experience in itself was very different because I have always felt stuff right. I didn't know what it was I just thought I was a very sensitive person who cared about people but what she helped me to understand was is that I am an empathic healer which means that all of these things come to me because they are asking me to take them on and work with them not carry them which I had done for most of my life and this was the point where I realized that I have to learn how to look at my gifts as gifts and not curses right it's hard for and someone to feel something what physically feels like
0: anxiety and understand that it may not be anxiety it may actually just be energy something yeah. that i work a lot with younger my younger clientele, like the, the teenagers now i mm-hmm. um, think are very sensitive well the ones that, at least that i've worked with
2: and <laughs> yes. which is
0: probably why they come and get reiki But um you know and their parents are, are open to it, but I find that they're they're, they're just um, overwhelmed with what feels like physically anxiety. And I always say to them, it may not be that. You know, it, it may be energy that you're feeling, period. And it's not yours, perhaps. You know, I just try to explain it to
1: them in that way that's the key that's not theirs right but we carry it as this burden this this shouldering of uh, responsibility that somehow we're supposed to fix everything make everybody else feel good about themselves and then we'll feel better about ourselves i realized that my gift is not about carrying and shouldering it it's about working with it and transmuting it right um, allowing it to flow through me to ground to mother earth to all of that energy center and to be shifted and transmuted back into which it came from which is love right all the density and vibration that we feel comes from love it's just as it transcends and we shift and transform it it becomes a different frequency Um, so that's really my gift is not to fix anyone or heal anyone to show them that that actually exists within them and so it was that experience that i go oh my god I'm really powerful in that way right I'm not better than anybody else this is just my gift and I started to work with that and then literally probably two weeks right I'd never heard of an empathic healer before I'm like what the hell is that right but I started to learn about these gifts and like embrace them instead of fearing them and literally two weeks later this thing came across my Facebook feed from a lady out in San Diego and she was an empathic healer and she's like I have a program for empathic healers and I'm like this I is not something. coincidence, right? Yeah. Nope, never is. And I signed up for her program and I started her program and I spent a year in her program and it was absolutely healing because what it was focused on was all the shadow work of recognizing that the dark and the light, whatever you want to define it at, is just about balancing those two and recognizing those things within yourself. Yep. The things we don't want to look at within ourselves because that would identify us as bad or you know not worthy and it was like no we have to embrace it heal it and integrate it as part of our being and right we get to choose which frequency we vibrate at um and so i, I love my shadow record. i love all my shadow stuff yes this whole death to the ego you know death to the no mm-mm. it's we're not killing any parts of ourselves we're not destroying any parts of ourselves it's all about balance and integration yep. and the year of the six that we're in is really about balance and harmony with all of those things and god bless that we're finally in a place of balance and harmony instead of change transition and chaos that's and right we're we're still moving through that but now we have this opportunity to really wake up You bring up a really
0: interesting point that I, and for some reason it connected in my brain, Uh, Britt, maybe we can confirm this, but I feel like a lot of the people that we've spoken to in the last um, several months, this is our, this is season two, which just means, you know, we started last year. Now it's this year. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. But um, I feel like everyone that we, almost every single person that we've spoken to has had this major transformation or shift literally starting
2: 2019. Yeah. I Honestly, it was and just then like, all of a
0: sudden we're forced to be isolated yeah. all of, you know, 2020. And it's like, Brit, what were you going to say? Because my I zoom, was just like,
2: yeah, no, it's, it's just like lots of, lots of weird energy kind of like right at the start of COVID or like right before COVID, Um, definitely. And I think maybe, you know, people being isolated, like you were probably starting to say, mom, it's just like, you know, people were given that time to kind of look inward and decide, look inward or keep focusing outward on the misery and all the heartache,
0: instead having that time to start looking in. Some people chose to do that. And again, I'm not judging, you know, I'm not I'm not judging. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. That yeah. everyone we talked to says, and
2: it was around 2019. I'm like,
0: what yeah, the like hell, 20,
2: man? 2019. Yeah, something something shifted in the universe around then. I think the people that were ripe, right, ready for
1: that, that were at the bottom of the barrel, because that's really what I felt like. I was at the end of my rope and I was about to lose my marriage and my kids and all of those things. And I had tried everything, right? And nothing had worked. Nothing had shifted and transitioned. And it was just clicking a button to talk to somebody, admitting that I needed help and getting over that whole idea that I didn't was the first step that it took to being like, I'm worthy of investing in myself and learning about myself and healing. And I'm grateful that it happened in 2019 because as a nurse educator in the hospital, which I was up until December 3rd of last year, the things that I experienced energetically within the hospital, not just at the beginning of COVID, but over the last two years of COVID, I I honestly don't know where I would be. (laughs) Well, I have speculation about where I would be. (laughs) if I had not had this, this understanding and this awareness of who I was, and I'm very grateful to have been in that hospital supporting those nurses through everything that they experienced, because what they have now is is serious PTSD. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't want to say that I made a difference in that. I feel like I did. I know that I did because they told me, but it was holding a space, right, of just hope of Letting them express their fears and give it to me, right? They didn't know I was doing it, but I was taking it. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot. It was a lot to to work with, and I know that I was being asked to do it, but I don't know that I could have done it consciously the way that I did it had I not had that moment of transformation and choice in yeah. 2019. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm gr- I'm very grateful that the awareness came to me and the universe provided and. You know, everything transpires even when we're in the midst of it and we feel like we're at the end of our rope we always have choice I mean, the universe is working you yeah. just have to let it guide us right
0: and i do think the the end of our the end of your rope is necessary
1: all I of that often say it's, it's when we're lost when we feel the most lost that we're actually on the journey to finding our way mm-hmm. um, when we don't when we you know and i'm very logical right i'm very left-brained very right brain and creative but i'm very left brain logical understand things in order to you know encompass them and be able to explain them to other people and Mm -hmm. i I don't want to say i lost all of that but i couldn't define it i couldn't Mm -hmm. figure it out and it was at that last ditch effort of i don't know which way to go that the right person showed up and i made a choice to choose that and then the rest is history right and now we're just in the present moment and taking one step at a time but uh crazy. it's crazy my,
0: it sounds very similar journey to, yeah i'm dying to know when that happened during this whole process at what point did you decide that you wanted to learn that um because receiving a healing is powerful enough but then when you decide okay i'm going to walk the path
1: and uh learn it so it's funny because i actually learned about reiki during that whole 10 11 years of transition and learning and, and uh we we sold our house back in 2017 and we decided to build a house right and we moved into this apartment complex and again thank you social media this advertisement for reiki energetic work which i had heard about came across my feed and no lie the class was being held across the street from where no I way <laughs> And uh, so my wife and I decided we were both nurses, and so we said well we're interested in this right, so we decided to take it and they offered reiki one and reiki two on a weekend. I have my own opinions about that which you've already touched on uh, earlier which we'll touch on in a minute, but I went to the class I had no idea what the hell I was doing. and i was very energetically aware but i had this whole belief structure thing with it so i went through the reiki one reiki two i got my certification my piece of paper right i had no idea what to do with it i didn't have confidence to use it on anybody else i have to tell you most people
0: don't and i feel like what i need to do as i keep talking about myself i don't need to it's okay it's okay we're having a conversation i love it (laughs) i do feel like i feel like when I get when I people want to take the master teacher level with me I have to ask them how many hours have you practiced on people like how comfort level with this no one ever feels confident or comfortable to practice and I don't know what to do except for offering like well these this day and age I can't really do many Reiki shares but um you know people need to practice you need to practice because then you start to feel comfortable with what you're doing with this I was the same way after level two. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. What am I doing? Why am I here? I
1: don't know. I'll share with you uh, my whole concept about that uh, in a minute. But I'll just tell you that I went through that experience and then it was in that empathic healer program where I spent a year and we did Reiki one and we did Reiki two and we did them separately, right? We did Reiki one first Mm -hmm. and the reason that the teacher did that was because she said you're all empathic healers you're wounded healers she goes so if i give you reiki two and reiki one in the same weekend i know what you're gonna do she goes you're not gonna use reiki on yourself at all you're gonna go give it to everybody else and how right and we know this how can you actually give to someone else something that you don't first give to yourself and i was like right blown away And so very intentionally, she spent three and four months with us, having us do our practices on ourselves, feeling the energy and starting to trust it. And then we learned Reiki too. And then at the end of the year, I did the Reiki master and the Reiki master training was like, that was the point where everything changed for me personally, because it's three days intensive, you know, six hours a day, you're in session, you're in meditation, you're doing this healing there was a lot of clarity, a lot of ancestors that showed up, a lot of healing and acceptance of myself and my gifts. And then I had this whole experience with my 17-year-old self, you know, the, the version of myself that was very hurt by things that had happened to me in my life and um, being abandoned by people that I thought loved me. And <clears throat> I'd had many times where I tried to talk to her and she wasn't ready. And the third day of my Reiki master training, already going through two days worth of just lots of intense healing and self-love. And the third day she showed up and she was finally ready to talk to me. And so we Probably spent felt time safe. Together. She felt safer at that moment. Finally, right? <laughs> because yeah. she was very wounded and she was very yeah. guarded because she had been hurt so deeply uh, based on what she had thought she knew that had been what she perceived as being stolen from her Mm -hmm. and so I spent time with her I let her talk about how she felt and the wounding and the abandonment and the blaming and the shaming outside of herself that it was everybody else who had done these things to her and just listened and there was this profound moment that I talk about a lot because it's, it's it's a huge shift in my whole concept of myself was she's telling me all these things outside of herself right about this person and that person and I said but who told you these stories about you and she paused and she goes well this person and that person I said but who is the one who keeps telling you these things right those people aren't in your life anymore who keeps telling you this and she stopped right I mean hypothetically (laughs) and she says I did And that was the moment where I knew that together we could rewrite the stories that we told ourselves about who we were and our worth and that all those things were just things. And I was the only one who kept recreating all of that experience for myself and believing. Yeah. The story tends to get bigger and larger and more inaccurate as we tell it to ourselves. Well, it's because we define our worth as what everybody else tells us it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. And ever since that point, yeah, stuff still comes in, but it doesn't define me. I don't let it define me. It doesn't shake me. And that's the thing I teach my clients is it's like, you're going to get to a point if you choose where anything can come into you. And you may have emotions, you may have feelings, you may have vibrations that come up with it but you're going to be able to detach from it and not become it. And you can look at it and you can say, this is not reality. I get to choose whether or not I believe that and attach to it. It doesn't have to hurt me unless you choose to let it hurt you. Um, So that's really where my whole life changed, (laughs) to be quite honest with you was yep. realizing the power that I had not in an exertion way or abusive way it was saying I have the power to create my reality and I'm the only one who's been giving that power away for this long Yep. nobody else we all do for it yep. right yep we all do so that's my Reiki journey that's my story there's a lot that's a great of story I love uh, that story but that's how I got to where I'm at now so and now I really uh work a lot with nurses but also people who are very sensitive empaths because i get it i understand like this whole weight we're carrying or we think that we have to carry uh, when it's really not about fixing anybody else it's about holding a space for them to help them realize they have the power and potential to do it for themselves right we don't heal anybody
0: i always say that and i always say this this podcast is called heal but it's not about fixing it's not about fixing anyone because no one's broken it's really just about healing fans really about
1: (laughs) it's it's really about coming back to who we really were you know
0: before we forgot
1: shedding all these layers of conditioning and things because i always tell my clients and i've I've heard i've watched your stuff and listened to your stuff and it's like there's you know we're not not trying to fix anything right there's nothing wrong with us right it's all this conditioning and layers that just don't expose the fact that we're already whole that we're already enough Yep. and we don't have to prove ourselves to anyone we just have right. to start telling ourselves we're enough already and there's nobody you have to be and nothing you have to do i mean obviously there's things we want to do <laughs> but it doesn't define your worth your worth and your 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 worthiness of love is a birthright and it's inherent in your divine presence
0: yes every single person the has their own unique abilities and talent and reason for being here and just because you and i are both masters. Our abilities and our talents and our reasons for being here are the same. They're different, but and everyone, it just takes time to figure out what that is. And that's and why we're here. Patience. That's why we're here.
1: Patience and self love, right? Of not seeing ourselves. And this was the, you know, I'm a nurse, so you perform an intervention, you expect a certain outcome. So that was really difficult for me to like be this energetic healer and all of that kind of stuff and like be very intentional but then not see results for people and to let go of this attachment of somehow I didn't do something right. And it was like no they're just they're absorbing it, they're receiving it, but whether they whether it's time for them to have that moment has nothing
0: to do with you. You just Yeah because we've all gone through you know you talked about reading all those books and hearing a podcast and seeing something come your facebook feed but i feel like um people won't hear it until they're ready to hear it And they could hear it 10 times from 10 different people you know and they don't until it's time for them to really hear it for themselves then they won't hear it so
1: yeah uh, well it's also about expect accepting responsibility for a life and i think that's the hard part is it's very easy to look outside of ourselves and see everybody else as the reasons for our suffering, right. Or, or the, the places that we stay stuck in that so many people talk about. And it's like, once you shed all of that, blaming and shaming outside of yourself and start actually taking responsibility and not guilting, not shaming yourself, but loving yourself through it. There's a whole different world that opens up a possibility and it's not new. It's actually what's already always existed. Always been there yeah just we just weren't taught it. right we just right. weren't taught it and i tell people all the time you're not learning anything new <laughs> you're simply remembering what's always been there that's been covered up over the surface and so that's right. a beautiful thing when people get to that point point. Um, and i'm grateful to be of service for people to help them with that um, i'm not i i have no i have no ounce of judgment in me for anyone um, right just see people in their wounding and I you know it's we can get as complicated as we want and we can go down this whole road of why does this person express it this way and this person express it this way and project this way and that way everyone has the same core wounding I don't care what pattern they're exhibiting every single person has the same core wounding which is I am not enough I am not worthy I am not lovable because of x y and z So i have to do more in order to be more in everyone else's eyes then i'll be enough but it never is and that's what we have to heal is we are enough already because we are created in that image of the divine there's nothing we have to do or be to be worthy of that and none of us unless you're blessed to have come into this new millennium with parents you know like ourselves right who are awake and teach and train their children and help their children guide them to know that and um, that's my mission now is to help other people but really to ingrain that in my children of you're enough and you're loved and you're worthy and whatever your dreams are go get them right we support you And um, hey, Brittany, you're enough <laughs> <laughs> she's telling you that now <laughs>
0: she's, almost she's almost 30 she's almost 30 i have to tell her
1: now before she turns 30 <laughs> i'm 38 believe it or not uh, i can't so believe that i know your listeners can't see me but i look like i'm 15 uh, so i'd love to tell you this is what the nursing profession does but right now is not the best i time know for a that
0: fact that that's not the truth <laughs> and i only got these when i started becoming a kindergarten teacher
1: god bless you
0: because i was always like i like, honor you
1: how do you do well, I'm not teaching this year. I took the
0: whole year off. <laughs> Good for
1: you. <laughs> but you know, teachers, there's there's a whole essence with that, you know, raising the children and, and helping them to yeah. love themselves and just. Yeah, what I learned
0: in my 2017
1: year to 2019 was my
0: bit of a downward spiral. I, had, I made up a new yoga pose called downward dog spiral, <laughs> downward spiral dog. I think that's what I called it.
1: Um <laughs> for all the listeners, she's not showing this right now on video. <laughs>
0: so Yeah, I've got a bottle of gin next to me. I'm just kidding. Uh,
1: that's my downward spiral
0: dog pose. Um but I I learned I realized I became a kindergarten teacher to, to that age specifically, I believe, to heal my five year old, four year old self. Um and I saw a lot of me and a lot of those kids and that's talk about empathic healer that takes on everybody's stuff
1: it's okay though it's 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 okay now because i understand that it's a gift that i chose to come in with for lessons that need to be learned and healing that needs to be done for myself first and then to share that with other people but you're exactly right and the words that you just used are poignant I With see what, myself. the downward
0: spiral,
1: facing uh, dog, <laughs> or no—the bottle of gin? No, I'm. Kidding. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, what you said was, I see myself in those yep. children, yep. and I think that that's really what we're all being asked to do at this time is to see ourselves in each other. Yeah. Because that's the connection and the humanity of the collective consciousness is to say, that person's making choices based on wounding I know nothing about, that's and right. I've done that too. And who yep. am I to judge them? They just need to be loved and know that they're safe to be authentic and share. And the more right. we share with each other in community, the more we start to see each other and realize we're all one. We've all, we've all been through shit, right? But we can love ourselves and love each other through it instead of judging, instead of div- this divisiveness. And- Nothing good ever comes from
0: judging someone or wondering why they did a certain thing or why, why they act a certain way. I mean, we all have grit, right? people in our lives that were, we are even like, why are they like that? Mm-hmm. But at some point, you get to the point where you're like, I, I don't need to know why. They just probably have gone to some
2: stuff. Yeah. For me, there's no, no worse feeling than noticing that you're judging somebody. For me, it's like sometimes I'll just be bitter and judgmental towards the person just because it's kind of like human nature um, and you have to kind of like work really hard to not think that way, uh, and I hate catching myself being like, "Oh, I hate that." You know, it just it makes me want to be better. Um, I think I awareness
0: I was- is the very first step, and once mm-hmm. you are aware of the thought, and you're like, "Oh, I want to change that," yeah. you're in a really good place. Like, yeah, you shouldn't,
2: exactly.
0: you shouldn't beat yourself up for being like, I, "I hate it when I do that." You notice no. it, so then change it.
2: You know, right? It. Exactly. I think you know that step of noticing it and changing it is what most people I think don't really know. So, um, yeah, but that's just, it's not a good feeling and it's, it feels nice to unburden yourself with that, with that bitterness, you know? Mm -hmm. There's no reason. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm going to invite you to use a little bit different verbiage with that. Instead of saying that you hate yourself or you hate that, honor that it shows up because if it yeah. shows up and you're aware of it it's just another layer for you mm-hmm. to love yourself through it and say oh this is part of the dualistic features of being in this human form mm-hmm. and thank you so much for the awareness to say i'm doing this behavior that's been con- you know unconsciously conditioned because i was taught it mm-hmm. not and i know your mom's in the podcast so and <laughs> i'm not saying she taught it your peers you don't, you don't right? know <laughs> you
0: don't know that for a fact. <laughs>
1: And, and if you, and if, and if she did, she only did that because that's what she was taught. Mm -hmm. And this is where we begin to go is to see that everyone is a product. As long as they choose to stay in it of what they've been taught and conditioned. And it's not, you know, my parents are very loving. They have their stuff, right? I used to blame them for everything. But at the same time, now I see that I'm like, oh, well, they were just taught what they were taught. Mm -hmm. and then their their people were just taught what they were taught and this whole passing down of ancestral and generational trauma that I could go into on hours of how that affects our society and our culture and our conditioning and how we treat each other Mm -hmm. but it's really not about us shifting and changing anyone else it's about Mm -hmm. us doing the work within ourselves like Mother Teresa said and Gandhi said you want to change the world you go home and you work on yourself because Mm -hmm that's where change happens Mm because i don't have control over anyone else but i do have choice about who i choose to be and if someone triggers me or someone says something to me that i could take as hurtful or i go into a place where i'm looking at somebody and judging their behaviors based on what i would do in the same situation it's just Mm -hmm. another layer for me to to heal and say i see you i honor you it's okay right you're aware of it it's an opportunity for you to heal another layer so be very kind to yourself and generous because the more you give that to yourself, the more the less you'll do that. that other- yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: that. That.
1: yeah.
0: It's funny how
2: much I'm so aware of those negative
0: thoughts now. I know Brit, you and I went to Nashville recently,
2: sort of recently. It was yeah, before COVID. So it Way feels before. like this, it feels 20- like yesterday and 20 years ago at the same time. <laughs>
1: Then when when we able to freely travel again.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I remember talking very negatively outward. out Like, can you imagine what was going in through my head if I was verbally saying the things that I was saying? And Brittany said, "The wise sage child of mine said, um, why do you talk so, so bad about yourself? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't. I, <laughs> you know, I knew I was, but I didn't realize that I was because it's always in my head. Um, but I it's amazing since that point since that was a huge turning point for me and I really stop myself now truly like this is and I don't like the saying it is what it is but I say well this is what it is like if I Mm -hmm. am unhappy with the way that I look in something it's just the way that I am right now it's okay it's okay it's okay and I've never really been that person who's like needed to look a certain way i just wanted to feel
1: comfortable in my skin mm-hmm. not for
0: anyone else really it was really just for me yeah so.
1: i i don't fit into any mold so i get it <laughs> uh, i didn't fit into this way or that way uh based on what society would would tell us but what i do know is i'm comfortable in my own skin now yeah
0: um, i am so much I'm... more comfortable in my own skin now than i was back in whenever we did that trip <laughs>
2: right. yeah yeah it's it's a long journey, you know? It's really long because. Never evolving. Yeah. Because, you know, even when I said those things, I was having negative thoughts about my own body, but it's just, it's hard to hear people vocalize it, you know? Because you're like, yeah, like I should, I have to be kinder to myself too, you know? <laughs> so I'm glad Beautiful. it. the thing is is that
1: the more you start to speak kindly to yourself and this is where the nursing part and the metaphysical part comes in and what i have seen with healing and energetic and metaphysics is is that there is so much disease physical dis-ease that is a late manifestation of the energetic qualities that are actually going on at the cellular level and if we are energetic beings with ethereal bodies and energetic bodies and super whatever right we can go as esoteric as you want Everything is energy. And physical stuff that shows up is late, meaning that it's latent by all the things that are already existing underneath of that. And Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you autoimmune diseases that I see in people, which are rampant, especially in women. Yep. We have such negative self talk. Everything we do, we beat ourselves up for. We're not good enough. We don't look good enough in this. We're not a good wife. We're not a good mother. We're not this. We're not that. And we're constantly in this outward and we talk down to ourselves all the time. And I have seen more autoimmune diseases where women, I'm not just saying it's just women, men too, but mostly women. And by working with them to shape and transform this whole idea of how we talk to ourselves and how we love ourselves, they've been completely eradicated of autoimmune disease. It's possible it's yeah, just it's the beliefs crazy. that keep us from thinking that it's not possible, and that really. Helps I I
0: completely I I have the same. I have a lot of clients who do suffer from autoimmune disease, so they come in and they. Uh, I can't even remember. I can't even remember what they have, but I, they do come in. Um, they are, you know, receiving Reiki, trying uh, meditation, mindfulness, and they're just in uh fibromyalgia that's the one (laughs) I was trying to think of the the word it wasn't coming to me and I know they're in chronic pain and I just I don't but that's an interesting I completely believe what you just said and I've never really worked from the mindset and self-worth um angle I've never worked on that whole whole energy thing when I work with them and it's not something more specific like that but I may actually talk to them about that
1: I guarantee you that if you look really closely at the chakras that are spinning counterclockwise or that are stagnant, you'll find the solar plexus, the heart center, and the throat center are what are blocked mostly. It always
0: is. I call them the trifecta, and I always say I'm writing a course on those three. I'm going to write a course on those, call them the trifecta, because that's the three that women are always, 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 always having issues with. Self because worth. they can they, they completely affect each other are
1: self-love and self-expression right yep you don't, I don't feel don't worthy. worthy you, won't express. you won't I express don't love myself yeah. and i can't it's speak a... my truth
0: oh my god we're like we're like sisters from a different mister <laughs>
1: <laughs> well <laughs> that's seeing as we're all one in a collective we're all really uniquely uh, in, i truly have said what
0: you just said though um thousands of times to the point where i'm like I need to write a class about it. Like I need to do some sort of an educational energy for women class about those three. I always say it. Always.
1: Well, we can work together on that if you'd like. So um, which, I'll get the yeah,
0: teachers and you get the nurses.
1: I I have a whole I have a whole slurry of nurses that would love to learn more about that. Who are actually very in a in a good spot where they're really really in need of help um, with what's going on. Um, not just in healthcare but just in their own personal being Uh, yeah they don't have time to even
0: think about their own personal being
1: if you're in healthcare these days i feel like it's a whole another story yeah i know it's a whole that's a whole show right there (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i'm grateful that we're talking about you know this this whole thing because i think that it's not one thing or another. it's all how it fits together and how it shapes our lives and there is power people, we can do something about it. It's just not always this tangible form of a quick fix that we want, because that's what we're used to. You are worthy of choosing to invest in yourself and take time. And take the time, yeah. But it takes patience. And that's part of what we're learning, right? Is to value ourselves and say, it doesn't have to look this way. It doesn't have to be this quick. I just take one moment at a time and work through it and trust and know, that I'll be shown, and I did not believe that in the beginning. I was wanting it to be somewhere it wasn't. But the more I worked, the more I slowed down and became patient and self-loving with myself, and then things just clicked. And then all of a sudden, it just ramped up, right? And it's like here I am, right? Um, I'm not perfect. I'm perfect in my imperfections, just like all of us are. Yeah. But I love myself for that, and I don't blame and guilt and shame myself just because I make a mistake. Right. Yep. I'm learning. That's all, and that's all yeah. we're here to do is learn to remember that we're here to be loving to ourselves first, and everything else comes after that. That's it. Listen,
0: I'm going to quickly take a break.
1: Um, when we come back, though,
0: I want you to talk to the audience about what you offer now. I know that you have some. You have a Facebook group that I would love for you to share, and uh, what. People, if they want to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? And what can you do with them, for them? Um, But we'll talk about that right when we come back, okay? We'll be right
1: back. Absolutely.
0: If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Thanks for coming back, everyone. We're here with Jen Evers. We have been talking to her about her journey toward becoming an empathic healer, which she always was, just realizing it now uncovering that part of her she's also a reiki master and again she is an awakened nurse and we're going to talk about that we're going to now talk about if you loved her story like we did how you can contact her follow her work with her um i know that jen you have the awakened nurse collective facebook group who is not it's not just for nurses it's for
1: anyone who feels like they would benefit from really learning more about themselves why they tick what the patterns are that are existing and what do you do about it right and it's really not as much about doing anything as it is about being Um, so I love to teach that's one of my passions and so every Tuesday I show up in this group and I talk, uh, talk about things like how to overcome expectations how do we live and journey through our roles that we have defined ourselves at uh, and love ourselves through it how do we get through guilt how do we deal with har- not harboring resentment different topics of emotional things that come up and how to work through them because and emotions is that, yep. are the first tangible energetic resonance that we feel of our beliefs and our thoughts and it's mm-hmm. that emotion that can then trigger our reaction in actions or not So that's really where I work with people is really identifying patterns through the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions, and helping to work backwards and forwards on that wheel of how it all goes together to help choose something different and to love and heal ourselves through it. So Awakeners Collective is my Facebook group. It is for anyone who wants to be there and learn and grow. And anyone can reach out to me. I, I do services, group, group services. I do individual, I do Reiki training, but my Facebook Messenger page is always open. So you can send me a message and I promise I will respond to you um, and give you as much guidance as I can um, in the moment. Uh, because I really Great. want to help people. It's not about, you know, yes, I want to help people and, and do this full time. But there's a lot of information and guidance I can give you when you're dealing with things to just help you, in that moment, breathe um, and take a step back and really honor yourself and love yourself. So please reach out uh, through that. And what? And and, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I have a Facebook uh, business page called The Awakened Nurse. That's just the the business page. Uh, so you can reach me and send me a message there or I have a website, uh, theawakennurse.com, and you can send me a message through that as well. I'll be honest, I am not, uh, I am on Instagram. I am the underscore awakened, underscore nurse 1111 but I don't do much on there because-
0: You know honestly, what? then won't even
1: promote it, Facebook is where you're at. Facebook is yep.
0: where they can get in touch with you. Then that's perfect. The awakened nurse collective and on tuesdays you do uh, is it a live video on tuesdays
1: uh it's getting there
0: okay getting and then there. but on tuesday schedule get... gets
1: more consistent it's getting there so okay uh, yeah well, anyways they, nurse... can, they can go there for resources and yes. at least see you and get to know you a little bit if you go uh-huh. under the guides at the top right yeah when you look under i have tuesday teaching i actually have a an entire video series all about trauma how that shapes our life, how that shows up, and about eight or nine different videos all about helping to heal from trauma. Uh, Great. So under the guide section, I have a lot of videos over the last year and a half that I've done uh, with topics that can help you. So I invite people to go and look at that. And if something interests you and intrigues you, please, by all means, reach out and let me see how I can assist you and help you with that. Okay. I'm a nurse, right? Yep. The most trusted in, profession over 19 you're years. A, you're a so.
0: healer and a nurturer so by yes. name so, and a teacher so yes all good things yes ma'am <laughs> all right um britney you ready for our last three questions clear that throat
1: <laughs> yeah look at britney's awake okay <laughs> i'm glad i didn't put her to sleep that's 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 no good. it's not you
0: <laughs> it's <me. laughs> it's awesome.
2: guys. i, I just I don't give that. her an
0: opportunity to talk i just talk yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah let the record reflect that i've never fallen asleep on a zoom interview
1: (laughs) okay i'm grateful i wasn't the first (laughs) can you imagine
0: oh all right ready for the last three questions that we ask all of our guests okay she said yes all right when you are at your most peaceful what is it that you're doing
1: um being still and in nature. I am grounded to the earth. That is where I'm at home.
2: Oh, Brittany, would you like to ask the second question? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, Do you have a book, self-help book or otherwise that you would recommend to our listeners?
1: Yes, if you are interested in metaphysics of disease and why certain things are showing up in your life, the best book that I can recommend is called Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. Uh, it is not a book that you read as much as it is an encyclopedia. That we'll resource. You look yeah. up, uh, and use the affirmations that she gives you. And if you like that and you see results from that, then I invite you to get uh, her book called Heal Yourself uh, or Heal Your Life. Uh, which is a workbook, a journal that you can start mm-hmm. to actually identify some of these patterns and start to put these affirmations in place. Uh, That's she's great, amazing. Great. Those are yeah. great books.
0: Yeah, I use that heal your body one in my practice
1: a lot. Changed my life when I found that book. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. Every pattern I see. <laughs> oh, wait a is. minute. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, identif- I'd identify these patterns in patients and families for years. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Um, And then I found her book and I was like, oh, my God, Mm
2: -hmm. everything
1: that I've been feeling and thinking, everything is true. And then actually using, and I'll share this real quick, I use her tools for eczema because I had eczema all over my body since I was a kid. And anything that shows up in her skin has to do with fear. You don't need to know what the fear is about, okay? We don't have to figure it out. You just start using these affirmations. I use that and a tool called the Hoapoapono, which is a beautiful clearing statement. I'm also certified to teach that. And because of this whole dynamic, I use that tool, clearing tool, and the affirmation that Louise Hay gave for eczema. And I, ooh, I healed myself of eczema in one week, that I had had for 37 years on my body. And that's crazy. Uh, and it's and it's never come back so uh when you get that proof in the pudding you start going i need to learn more about this and And as a nurse as a nurse where you would give someone you know cream and a
0: steroid
1: and that's something yep so i'm just telling you i'm not suggesting these things because i think they're great i'm telling you i've used them yep and i have healed myself with the help of universe divine source creator in clearing those things and those memories that are contributing to that fear that showed up in my body and it's been nothing short of amazing so I invite you all to look into it if you choose yep, I love that book and it's not it is it's like a little um it's like a
0: little resource that you just I just have next to my table and I'll pull mm-hmm. it up and peek at and the affirmations are great yes and it's like are, seven bucks on Amazon so it's oh my god nice. it's this little I mean they okay no one can see me right now <laughs> It's, but very it's, literally, tiny. it's small. Um, yes. I wish I had it here. It's, it's at my office. Um, but it's funny because every single book that I've recommended so far for my listeners and my network is this big. I'm like, it's big. It's a little book again, because I'm always recommending little books. All right. Um, last one. If money was no object, what is it that
1: you'd be doing with your life? I would be traveling the world teaching all of these things to anyone and everyone who choose who chose to listen uh, and I would love to go to all of the different nodes and nulls and energetic places on this earth and just sit um, and be still and feel the presence of the energy and help to expand that collective consciousness of healing. Uh, Have you I been to Sedona? I am uh, it's so f- well no coincidence that you just asked that. Uh, I am going in April of this year uh, with a beautiful divine sister, soul, soul sister of mine, who is very energetically powerful. And she has invited me um, to that to help her initiate uh, her practices and this healing that we want to do with the collective. And Sedona is the first stop before Mount Shasta and many other places that we have chosen to journey together to help awaken and help people on their healing journey. So, yes, I am planning to go April 8th to the 12th to Sedona and sit in some serious vortex energy and whatever happens happens. My sister and I had the most amazing experience
0: on one of the vortex vortices
1: one mm-hmm. of them.
0: I forget which one. Um, but I'll never forget it. So, like we're just we're wide eyed, we're hiking through the, you know, trees and the whatever and um, and she's like, just be real, we're trying to be really aware of what we're feeling and everything, see if we can find the actual space spot where the, the most energy is. And we're walking through the woods and this man um, comes up, he's coming down and we're going up and he stops us and he's just so enthusiastic and he's talking about, I don't even remember what he said. I have no idea. It was, it was, but it was amazing. And he handed us both this uh, red clay heart made out of a stone that he got from the, from where he was. He gave both of us one of them and he left and it was like a whirlwind, almost like he was, he didn't exist. And he just kind of was there and then he wasn't. And we both looked at each other and we're kind of like, maybe he's the vortex. Like he was, energy. the enemy. it was nuts. And then, so I, I think I ended up Googling it. I don't even know i don't even it was it was 2019 that's when we went in january and um see 2019 2019. (laughs) and uh and um i people talk about him like he's actually known and i was like oh that that makes me feel better but it was the best experience i still have the heart in my um drink holder in my car which it's broken, which makes me nervous. But I'm like, it's okay. I'm just gonna keep it there like it never broke. And um, it was just great. It was such a great experience,
1: great energy, great space. I'm looking forward to it. I've never been, but it's you know, it's one of those things that I actually said in 2020, I said when things open back up, the first place I want to go is Sedona. It was just one of those things that came into my mind of like, you know, no coincidence that that's can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I met this beautiful soul sister through, you know, different Different networks and things like that, and um, she's like, "Let's do this together." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust you, and I feel resonant to go." So, all yep. right, yeah, and I'm dying to go back. Looking forward to going back one of these days. That's the beautiful play. That's the beautiful thing with all of these things that we do is that the minute we start to choose ourselves and say yes to ourselves, even though we have this unknown and this uncertainty and these what ifs and what's going to happen, but we go, okay it's like the indiana jones right uh, the the holy grail where he's got the little sack of stuff and he there's a ledge and a you know a chasm between it and he goes i just trust and i step out in faith and all of a sudden he steps and there there's solid ground that he doesn't see and that's what i've experienced over the last two years is like i'm just trusting and stepping in faith and every time i do the universe is there to support me and say keep going keep have going. you ever read um the surrender experiment
0: by michael singer
1: no i haven't but i now that you said that let me just make sure that's the name of it (laughs) yeah send that to me please because i like to read obviously
0: i know look at all those books behind you
1: oh yeah Mm -hmm. lots of books
0: (laughs) okay um yeah it's the surrender experiment okay yeah it's that michael um who who did i who did i say wrote it Michael singer (laughs) michael (laughs) singer been a long day um michael singer who wrote the untethered soul which is one of my favorites which is also big i want to look that up up.
1: but surrendering is what it's all about and it's not something to be afraid of um i found this this paradox of we, we create all of these things in our life to try to keep us safe uh potentials fear worry let me create a plan so that if something happens i know which way to go and it's all this idea that when we do that that somehow we're we have control we safe. don't have any control <laughs> and the thing is the more i let go of that the more i healed within myself and this whole idea of wanting safety and security and this hyper vigilant state of always trying to maintain that mm-hmm. i was already safe to begin with And that's the place that so many of us need have the the potential to get to, to really have this freedom of, "Eh, I don't worry. I just trust and allow that the universe is supporting me every step of the way. Right. Um, And it's possible for everybody. You and me and Brittany, we're no different than anybody else. Everybody has this potential within them. It's just, do you choose to start to believe that and reach out to someone like us? But we're not trying to heal it or do it for you but to show you that it exists within you and hold a space of love and compassion for you so you can do that for yourself and then i don't know about you too, but for me it's like once i found this and woke up to this how can you not share this with other people i know right yeah it's like we have to like we feel yeah. pulled to because it's like oh my god i didn't know this and i suffered for years but it was at the yeah. expense of myself and my lack of right and i say what's the point of learning it if you can't share with other people amen amen so i'm grateful to be able to come on podcasts like yours and and, and to share the experiences to see that we're not alone uh we're not out here soliciting ourselves as any better than anybody else i'm nobody's guru Uh, i don't sign autographs i don't do that's not it that's not it if i can share love with people and compassion and empathy then that's me using this space and this time that I was gifted with and chose to come here to help others on their journey as well because they're worth it.
0: Thank you so much. That is such a great way to end
1: um, yeah. this podcast. We're very
0: grateful to have you as well. I know that our schedules were off and on and on and off for a bit, but we made it work. And I'm so grateful that we did. Brittany, I'm so grateful that you were able to come on. Yeah, here. same. Oh, this All is in incredible. divine timing.
1: Yeah, okay. thank you so much, Jen. It's been awesome thank you guys so much for having me and like you said we've been planning this for months but (laughs) circumstances but uh it's all been in the perfect timing so everybody i was just gonna say we
0: had got it in the perfect time so exactly thank you guys so much
1: i appreciate you you. i honor you both and i send and surround you all with love as well as your listeners everyone Mm -hmm. is worthy of love it's your birthright so claim it Mm -hmm. step into your power there's nothing to be ashamed of. Love yourself first, oh. always. Yeah. Do it. All right.
0: <laughs> Thanks again, Jen, and everyone else. I will be back in just another moment. And here I am. I am back, just came back to say one more time thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.